Welcome to the show where three generations of family go head to head on a variety of topics. We got one Gen X, Kaya, one millennial, Noe, and one Gen Z, Chris. No matter what the topic, you can bet it's going to be up for debate. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the next episode of the new season of the Melanin Movement. <laughs> Father, as always, I got my peoples here with me. I am Kaya, aka the Melanin Maven, and I'm here with my peeps, my family, Noe B, the Millennial, and Chris shot it, that Gen Z. Sidebar, Gen Z's ain't been doing well. They been, ain't been doing too good lately, but that's besides the point. But if you're new here, <laughs> make sure that you subscribe and click that notification button so that you will be notified every time a new video comes. And if you are a debater to the core, welcome back. We love you. And we love those comments. So, how are you? Good. You're complaining? Complain? Don't complain. Complain. Don't complain. 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 No, he's obviously going to the gym and he wants everybody to know. <laughs> if 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 that was the case, you should have wore you should have wore a tighter shirt. <laughs> anyway, today's debate is the Trump saga. Are there two Americas and should Trump be running? Should he be able to be in the running after all that has come out? about him this year. Just this year? I think it's come to a a, a zenith this year. Great word. You know? Huh? I said great word. Was... Oh, well, you know, thank you. I tried. You know, I think it's come to a zenith this year and he has definitely outdid himself. You know how they say that my competition is me? He's only in competition with himself. I think if anybody that was that orange and did the things that he did, they would they would have called him a Negro. They would have called him a Negro by now. Huh? No, I'm saying with that in mind, you mentioned this idea of two Americas, right? So if we can kick off the debate with actually breaking down or even defining what that even means for our viewership for this particular conversation. Okay, so then so 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 basically when we say two Americas, we're not talking about A-M-E-R-I-C-A. We're talking about A-M-E-R-I-K-K-K-A. Because there are black people that are still in jail from selling weed. And now it's legal in most of the country. Uh, the FDA is actually, not the FDA, the HHS is trying to make it a level three drug and not a level one. But people still locked up. Ray Ray Pookie and them is still locked up over selling or getting caught with a bag of weed. Trump literally was driven by motorcade to the Fulton County Jail where 
another inmate just died. This is the 15th inmate that has died in this particular jail since July, okay? And Trump was able to take his motorcade, take his private plane, land there, go get um, his mugshot, which he's now using for um, merchandise purposes. He's selling his mugshot, like can't stop, won't stop. You know what I'm talking about? He, he out here at a bad boy um, concert selling merchandise. But yet, Young Thug, also another black male that was a part of the coup on Stop the Steal and saying that election was a fraud, he's also in jail right now and cannot afford an attorney. So he's in jail and has been in jail since he was indicted because he cannot afford a private attorney to get him out. So you're speaking to the America, so to speak, of, you know, racial intensity or racial disparities, rather. Right. So what what would how would you define the, the counterpart to that being that you said there were two? Right. So what would be the other America, quote unquote, in this case? Well, I just ran through the two. Trump was able to come with his motorcade. Right. In a private jet, come get um, his mugshot and then go back home in his private jet. But young thug who was indicted, he is still in jail. The gentleman, see what you're saying. Gotcha. You understand what I'm saying? The, okay. the 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 coloreds have a different outcome, but for the same crime or the same charge. You understand? Okay. Yep. Got it. I think this is the case where like the, I guess the skin tone, I think rings more prevalent just for the fact that, I mean, granted Trump is a billionaire. I mean, Young Thug is a rich rapper, you know what I'm saying? So it's not like money going into this was really an issue and all that other stuff. So when you kind of just see the handling of it, like, the only thing you could kind of point to is the skin tone because technically, if I'm not mistaken, not, not technically, but if I'm not mistaken, Donald Trump is well past um, young thug in the amount of indictments and charges. Because we're talking about Donald Trump having four indictments, two state, two federal, and 91 felony charges. I don't even understand how you get 91 felony charges. Like, you just have to be operating on a different level for that. So, um, Young Thug, he has RICO char charges along with Gunna YSL and 26 other associate members as members of a criminal street gang called the YSL, obviously. For example, let me let me put it like this. The young man that was targeted in Kenosha and cops came in assuming that he was the perpetrator that was involved in a hit and run. He was totally innocent. Then the cops literally did him over in the restaurant. And they found out that he was not the person that they in fact were looking for, but yet he still has charges against him. And Jay-Z had to step in 
and get legal help for him so that he can beat these charges. It was found that he was not the person. But even though it was found that he is not the person, we all know what happened in Kenosha with um, Jacob Blake. And what's the the young dude, the young dude with the booger nose that traveled over two states, that his mother drove from two states over to quote unquote protect the city? Rittenhouse, Kyle Rittenhouse. Kyle Rittenhouse. But he gets he gets applauded and and has a red carpet pulled out for him and he has so many donors his uh, legal fund surpassed millions and they're they're applauding him as a hero because he came to a black lives matter march and shot people because he was but he he don't live in that he don't live in that state his mama dropped him two states over With, with 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 a gun and he point blank range shooting people that died but he's applauded as a hero now anybody that shot somebody in chicago or in brownsville they're a thug they're a minister society you understand what i'm saying so so if i can interject here if what i'm what i'm getting from essentially the notion of the debate is that the playing field for things that we get held accountable for should be level. Should yeah. Be, right? Um, but what I pose to you, I guess, in question form would be, um, what's, what's, what's the realistic expectation here, right? Because Equity. Agreed, right? But let's say the realistic expectation, the only reason I add that word and that the significance on that word is because historically, right, if you look at just how black people as a whole have been treated, people of color, I won't even, you know, make it exclusive to black people. But if you look at how people of color have been treated historically, we have not been treated as citizens, right? Because why would there need or there be a need for new legislation for civil rights or, you know, things of that nature to accommodate us if we were already citizens or treated like citizens? If that makes sense, right? That's that's what um that's why equity is the, right, the operative word. If we're if we're still governed by the same system that have put these added laws into place to accommodate us, then what's the realistic expectation? You know what I'm saying? Is it to add more, uh, uh, uh or you know, it, it, implement new? legislation or laws or something like that or you know what i'm saying because if we're like i said if we're still governed by the same system that doesn't view us as first class citizens whatever that means right mm -hmm. the realistic expectation moving forward i mean to me it's an interesting question because i think the realistic ex expectation in my eyes is for there to be equality in you know legislation, court proceedings, and different things like that. So, you know what I'm saying? Like, if you shoot somebody and I shoot somebody, and it was both out of self-defense, then you should try that the same way. Like, yo, somebody broke in, they tried to steal, they tried to do this, we defended ourselves. It's the same situation, right? But you see things like, you know, this white kid went and raped 10 girls, and then, you know, he had a scholarship to go swim and whatever the case may be. And the judge is just like, hey, this kid has a future. 
So we're just gonna give him, you know, six months in house arrest for two weeks. Black dude, you know what I'm saying, was wrestling with a friend and they got hurt or whatever the case may be. He's getting tried as an adult at 15 and he's doing 10 years in prison. To me, the expectation, like I'm not lowering my expectation, my realistic expectation. You know what I'm saying for any, I'm be like, yo, my expectation is that y'all will do the right thing. Whether you do that or not, that's whatever, but that's my expectation, especially when you live in a system that will also come to you and talk about progress, that'll talk about, you know, things are changing and, you know, we're, we're moving forward and we're doing better and all this other stuff. Cool. Well, if we're doing better and things are changing, then my expectation is this will be handled the right way or whatever the case may be. Like, it can't be, I, I totally understand, you know what I'm saying? Like, things like, you know, I don't say favoritism or nepotism, but I understand having friends in high places. I understand being connected. Those are things that apply, you know what I'm saying? If your network is crisp and whatever, I understand that those things apply across the board from top to bottom. But to me, it's just the simple, like you can't do certain things. You cannot have four indictments, 91 felonies, and still have your name on the ballot for presidency. But then a dude, who took two t-shirts at a Walmart can't get a job for the rest of his life anymore. You know what I'm saying? Like it just the 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 imbalance is so drastic that it just doesn't make sense. If that you know what I'm saying? Like, so to me, the realistic expectation in my mind, it the way I look at it is like, yo, these niggas gotta do like, yeah, my expectation is for you to be better if you're telling me things are getting better. If that makes sense. Um, I, I agree. I agree totally. However, I'm not one that is just like, oh, you know, we need to, we need to, and I'm not saying anything is wrong with marching. I honestly, with every fiber of my being feel that money is the answer because the po powers that be that are billionaires and they hold the puppet strings to the American government. They can literally shoot somebody on Fifth Avenue and not be charged. But just like the um, the Sackler family that is literally responsible for killing hundreds of thousands of people's people through OxyContin and had none of them saw a day in jail. None of them saw a, a handcuff. None of them saw any type of, and they still haven't even paid out the settlement that they have against them for the, the, the misrepresentation of Oxycontin and them literally lying to doctors saying that it wasn't something that would be addictive. And you know what I'm saying? But all of them, besides everybody, if, if like the Madoff family, like people know who the Madoff family is like in their town, and disassociating themselves with them and, and the, the town pariah, that would be the only form of retribution that we have. Because it, it's so evident how this family legally was able to kill all of these people. The FDA co-signed the, the label on the Oxycontin so that they would be able to sell it to doctors and doctors then administer it to patients and patients get addicted and, and die from it, from the addiction, because it was, it's more powerful than morphine. Now, anybody that knows me knows that I've had more than my fair, fair share of surgery and more than my fair share of 
opioids. And it's nothing but the grace of God that I have not been strung out on drugs because of people like the Sackler family. But you have our family included that have had drug misdemeanors or drug felonies and they were literally put away. But this family, because of the fact that they knew somebody in the White House and they call, literally called the president, which was Bush at the time, when they was about to go down, it was like, mm-mm, change this deal, tell the DOJ to tell this DA that this can't happen. And they literally got a slap on the wrist. They have to pay a, a, a payout, a, a class action lawsuit payout to the, the families of those that were impacted. But yet, Ray Ray and Pookie and them that sold drugs on the corner and got roughed up by cops and because of the fact that they look like we do, are serving time still. Their grandmothers were serving life sentences for their first offense. But Trump was able to come on his jet, come in his motorcade, go get his uh, mugshot that he could pose for, use his merchandise, and go back to his palatial estate. So oh. I feel that money is the only way money and power and money money and power is what you believe will tip the scales in our favor for pretty much every facet of society and culture within america right but if we could speak more to that um because it's it's already obvious for those that are aware of it that you know there's there's a constant moving of the goalpost for us and everything that we do right once we achieve a certain level then they move it farther and say you have to work 10% harder to get here now you know what I mean so in terms of influencing change right especially within the judicial system um my personal belief um and then I'll hand this over to you guys my personal belief is that no change that will happen for us is going to happen peacefully in order for us to make things happen or in order for us to have things you know work to our favor we have to move the hand as opposed to expecting that they'll do it on their own volition because and that's we, why so many white we, people purchase firearms right right in the right. amount that they do because if we if we move within the the guidelines that they've set for us we're playing that game we're playing their game right so you make progress uh, but i think it'll be like severely incremental progress versus it'll almost be like they're moving at this pace while you're kind of like here, but they're just, you know what I'm saying? It's like 10 to one, you know what I'm saying? So the proportion stays the same as if, you know, you take that route because if they're moving and we're moving at the same time, you know, you're progressing, so to speak, but we're never gonna- But you never, you'll never catch up. You'll never catch up, you know what I'm saying? So is that really progress or is it an illusion of progress? I think for us, I think, the thing that makes black people or if black people, people of color, I'm going with black people. I think what makes them, I don't know if I would say feared is I think we've done a good job of, even though it was set to be like this 10 step to one step, 
you know what I'm saying? Like constant moving thing where you'll never catch up. I feel like somehow we've been able to jump steps and then it's just like, yo, something's got to change drastically. Like we've, and then you kind of widen the gap again or something changes and it's back to here. Then we try and get to here. And then it's like, so you know what I'm saying? I feel like obviously it's the same like game that you're talking about. One, I think the thing that you just said that I agree with, and I've thought about this, like when you see like innocent people getting shot in the streets or any type of injustice and whatever, like in my mind, as of late, I've kind of felt like, yo, I don't even know if like a regular riot is like good enough. Like you Alabama. have to be on some like, oh, my bad, good. No, go ahead. Sorry, you have to be on something like. Well, you got to be, yo, white people were on this. Yo, we're going to the Capitol building. <laughs> like, you have to be that bold. Like, yo. And you also have to be smart. Like, in a sense, like, yo, don't go and destroy your community. If you're trying to send a message of some sort, like, you got to go to their community where you know, like, yeah, we out here now. Like, these dudes went to DC to the Capitol building was just like, maybe we coming up in here. Like you gotta just, you have to have, if you can't match that level of boldness, that level of like, I don't care. Like, I don't like what happened and nothing even happened. They just didn't like the fact that they lost an election and felt the need to storm the Capitol. Like there was no injustice. They just didn't like something, just didn't like the outcome of something. They didn't lose election. The election was stolen. You know what I'm saying? Like you lost the, the election was stolen. You didn't like it. You didn't agree with the outcome of something. So then you had some insane reaction to it and went and stormed the Capitol building. Like, right, 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 right. right. Come on, man. Like if we're not moving like that, then we're, we really not doing anything at all. Absolutely. In my opinion, Birmingham, Alabama was the nightmare of all white people in America. Because once that hat went up from the co-captain and he sent out the bat signal and there were some of us, a lot of us that were just recording. But then there was a lot of us that the ancestors came down because in that same port, that same port was used to sell and buy us over a century ago. So the ancestors had total control. Let me tell you something. And what happened was white people's nightmare, white people's nightmare. Like that's their fear. That is their biggest fear that we won't just want equity we want to get even that we want revenge for everything that they have done for centuries in this country and the fact that there are so many different sects of us within the country there's those that believe in the whole trump the trump train there are those that believe that are so busy worrying about whether or not jay-z and beyonce is in the illuminati they can't focus on us coming together there are those that are like, that ain't my problem. That ain't my problem. And there are those that would rather twerk and, and you know, do, do, I'm just here to have fun. You know what I'm saying? And there are those that 
are like, all right, we need to do something. We need to pull together and make something happen. Now, the, in every every movement, there are different factions of it. And if we're willing to work together, like we saw in Alabama, because there was some town criers, because some there was some town criers made sure they told the police, mm -mm, it wasn't them, it wasn't that, it was her. She was over there instigating too. They, hey, I'll show you my phone, officer. There was town criers. There was people on the ground. There was the army. You know, there was foot soldiers. There was uh the 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 the, the tech technological people on the side. You know, making sure everything was good with the video, making sure that they had play by play of what was going on. And then you had the folding chair wielders. And those folding chair wielders, I was with them. I was with them until he hit the lady. You had different people within the movement, but they all work together. And that shows that it can be done. What if we could circle back to that in terms of you saying in, in order to affect change, there has to be a monetary facet to it, right? Um, but we need lobbyists. Absolutely, absolutely, absolutely. The NRA is probably the most influential lobbyist group within this country. Right. Because you can literally kill children, and I mean children. Well, before we before we before we go there, because that's that's a, a pretty uh, uh, heavy concept in terms of the NRA. But um, I propose this to you guys. So, in terms of like I said, this whole two America concept, right? A counter argument being we're actually living in the same America. There's really, you know, no disparity between the two. It's all the same thing, right? So even if even if you were to progress into a single America, right, conceptually, which would be equity and, you know, everybody being treated the same way, um, that would have to include racism racism as a concept being eradicated from the country right but which we know not, it's not that's never going to happen right right which is the undertone of what i'm saying actually um but in, in terms of changing for us right because as opposed to trying to change them how can we affect change within our communities and within the individuals within our communities to then get to a place where we can challenge the status quo of what's been presented to us. Well, I think we have to do what some people are doing just in larger numbers. So like, you know, Jalen Rose's Puffy or Diddy, LeBron's like you're building your own schools, you know what I'm saying, in your communities. You know what I'm saying? You're not going and building private schools in the suburbs. Like you're building them in, I'll take LeBron's program because I'm more familiar with it. So like his program houses kids, he pretty much provides, like he's partnered with Walmart, he provides everything they need for school, three meals plus an after school for parents who work late. And then he also provides like a GED program and clothing and housing. And also he has, provides, I believe he has a housing facility as well as a um, medical facility where they can go and get treatment and all this other stuff in the inner city. So, you know what I'm saying on that you have, Obviously, he's a billionaire, so he has 
the money and the reach and the power to do these things, whether it's his own money or his foundations and fundraiser or whatever the case may be. I think on the flip side of that, I think you have to kind of just look at history. And as I had mentioned before, like these folks were willing to storm the Capitol building solely for not liking something, nothing actually happened. So if you just look back at like the Montgomery, like the bus boycotts, so when you look back at history, it's pretty much like, yo, these dudes were like, we ain't riding the bus for over a year. Right. You know what I'm saying? And then all of a sudden, you know, segregation, you know, through the bus companies is deemed un, uh, unconstitutional and stuff like that. But to me, even though you might not have the financial backing, I think you have to look at your actual financial power. We might not have all of the money the way you know white folks have it, but we spend, and a lot of the trend and you know the way that money is spent is catered towards us. You know what I'm saying? Like if you think about music, it's our music that really makes stuff go that white people love. So I think we just have to take control of that and not necessarily always feel like we've got to put money, 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 money. Sometimes it's pulling your money back. And just keeping it right. like, nah, I'm not putting it here. I'm putting it here. Or like, yeah, I'm not riding, referring back to back in the day. Like, nah, we ain't riding the bus. But you also have to be willing and disciplined to be like, yo, I'm walking to work every day for the next year. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, if you don't have that type of commitment, then you really won't really be able to do too much. Or even people like Jay Morrison, you know what I'm saying? Who has like the largest black crowdfund ever. You know what I'm saying? In, in the Tulsa um, um, real estate fund, like dude is building, well, he built his own black house in Atlanta where he has mad stuff like movie studios and all whatever, like Tyler Perry builds his own thing. Like, I think you, once you can get into certain spaces and provide your own for your own people, then that can change things, which is also why I like the idea of you know, LeBron talking about owning sports teams and, you know, a lot of the players talking about, yo, we want to own sports teams and doing stuff and getting stake in that, which I'm kind of upset Jordan sold his his stake, you know, um, in, oh, of Charlotte. ownership. Yeah, for Charlotte, because it's like, yo, you was the one black dude that was up there holding it down. Uh, right, so, right, right. you know what I'm saying? Like, and on top of that, you're Michael Jordan, so you have the influence. So, I mean, I just think, one, it's... I think withholding certain things, and that also goes to the vote. Like sometimes it's it's a matter of just withholding your vote for certain stuff too. Because I, I now that I think about it, like even when we vote, a lot of the time it's voting for the lesser of two evils. When in reality, I look at it like maybe we should just be withholding our vote altogether. altogether. Absolutely, yeah, yeah, that's a great point. You know I'm um, saying so. You're speaking to your point again, Ma, about you know money being the. Uh, the catalyst for change. Um, if I can offer mm -hmm. an argument in terms of suggesting that I feel like money for our community specifically is a pacifier to black nationalism. If you look at our white counterparts, a lot of them are inherently nationalistic, in which they'll champion America or, you know, like the uh, uh, insurgents on at the Capitol, they were riding hard, you know what I'm saying, for whatever their cause was, where you don't really see a lot of that within our communities because once we get a dollar because we've been starved for so long of you know real economic power once we get a dollar 
we fall back. You know what I'm saying? That's that's their problem. If it's not on my doorstep, I don't care about it. So over the years, our fire, so to speak, has been almost lessened to an ember, basically, because of the, the new opportunities that we've been shown and, you know, the new avenues that we've been shown to get money. So we're really not concerned too much with, you know, the black plight or, you know, things of that nature, because we just have regressed from being nationalistic within our own culture. So the nationalism part, a lot of it ties also into religion um, because of the fact that when we were brought over here, we were clearly indoctrinated with the white man's Bible and, and everything that was within it. And we had to now create our own form of spirituality and religion within the context of being a, a slave in America right. um, or being enslaved in America. So having, having that type of start, if you will, because mm -hmm. when you, when you go to the castle in, um, and got in Ghana, you literally will see where they separate the women from the men. And when the women's quarters, there's a ladder that took them up to a room with a bed, a priest and a Bible. So not only were they raped before going onto the ships, you, 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 what you say in a prayer over me, like if you, if you, if you look back at some African history and a lot of the wars that went on between like, um, Portugal and Spain and, and some of the kingdoms within Africa, you see that they literally thought of us as savages. Yeah. Because of the way that we tilled the ground and the way we um, communed with one another, we were savages to them. And I really feel that as of September 2023, they still consider us savages. Because okay. if you look at Trump, going back to Trump, and how he demonized the exonerated five when they were kids right they were kids mm -hmm. and he demonized them and he called for their death now he's he was the same one telling 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 the entire world when he was running to lock hillary clinton up but then the tables turned it was like ha ha jokes on you we're locking you up because he thought he there's a level of ignorance and um and naivety if you will not even naivety ignorance and arrogance where they think that they can say do whatever and there's not going to be any type of repercussion right. because you got to get these gaboons gaboons in in line and get these niggas in check when you couple when you couple white ignorance with black ignorance right you and to your point um because and ignorance specifically to 
history, right? So if you couple white ignorance to black history and even black people's ignorance to their own history, mm-hmm. you're, you're, you're saying, you know, they still view us as savages, which, which I'm in full agreement with. The ironic thing is we brought civilization to, to Europe or to, oh, we know. you know, white people. But they're, they're, no no one in, in schools are taught that. No right, exactly. one in schools are taught that. And the fact that they're literally trying to make it illegal for you to teach, a, how, how crazy is it that your history and your past is so heinous that you want to prevent people from learning about it? And European history is the epitome of savage. But you see how the narrative is was, 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 was so strategically done right. through media, through Jim Crow, through redlining, through blacks, you know what I'm saying, black codes. Right. All of these things were done strategically so that they could put us in a position to where we are now crabs in a barrel trying strapping their sofa, trying to get out of the 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 muck and the Maya. So that when we try to, and we try to achieve more than just what was given to us mm-hmm. or what we were allowed to get, then it's just like, oh yeah, look, I told you, look at them. Look at them. They can't even get along. Look at them. They're, 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 they're always fighting each other. They, they, they stink. They're lazy. They don't work. Yet all of these, all of these stereotypes that they have about us, but it clearly fits them with like, it's stink because they don't even wash with washcloths but we stink we will literally work to death but we lazy you you understand what i'm saying the juxtaposition of how they made it they're gabbles they're lazy we were literally whipped and working at the same time especially in florida recently when they were when all the immigrants and stuff were striking or not working or whatever and it was just like yo who's gonna do this job like and the white people did the white it. people did the job for one day they was like well i got the, I, I need disability i got this this, this yeah, ain't gonna yeah, work good. like he was like my oh they were like my arm hurt my back hurt i think i got carpal tunnel doctor said i need a macchiato <laughs> you know what i'm saying but we went we had to do it for free in the hot sun but we lazy we don't want to get up off our, our butts and work. So so if we have those remarks on this topic specifically, if we to circle back to Trump and this idea of, you know, this dude shouldn't even be running, especially when you hold it up to people that have, you know, gone through the same things and have been charged with the same things and aren't even... Boom, check it. Poll show, polling show that more people support him now that he's gotten indicted after that mugshot more people support him and his quest to be president again in 2024 the fact that he was impeached twice he was impeached twice he literally lied almost every day in 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 the white house he caused an insurrection he was just like, I just he tried to he tried to steal votes. I just need you to give me eleven thousand seven hundred eighty votes. That's all I need. And then we and then we win. I need you to find find me find me some votes. 
and then we win. He's and now people... I just want to say that him lying in the White House is like the standard for the White House. Yeah, but there's he he, he takes it to yeah, a but new nah, level. He went, he didn't yeah, he went. Read. Yeah, he, he went, went to a new level. <laughs> like it's just different with him. Like he was doing stuff where it's like, yo, this dude got in office and literally was just executive ordering everything, everything. bro. Yeah. Like first of all, when when he would go and stay, go and 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 stay at um he would go wherever throughout the country and stay at Trump hotels so that the government was now paying the bill to him. That is illegal within itself. And he got away with it. He literally, because he had to pay for himself, he had to pay for all the Secret Service to stay at the hotel, all of his staffers to stay at the hotel. But he was staying at a Trump-owned establishment. How crooked and corrupt, but see, that's what I'm saying. You could, it's 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 black, it's white, it's dusty. But he knew that because he was on. Like, I'll give him this: the dude definitely be lying and is is wild. But he was 100 percent honest when he said a few things like, "Yo, if I ran, I would just be a Republican because them dudes are stupid and believe anything. And as long as you with them, they just do whatever you want to do." And then two. Just the whole idea of I'll basically do whatever I want and nobody's gonna do anything about it. Like I still like I'm not gonna believe that dude is going to jail until he's in like until I actually get like a picture or proof of something of him behind bars holding the bar or something. Like I just I don't know. There's just too much like leisure activity. Like yeah, you know he could just come and turn himself in here, whatever. Like yo, he has dude, two weeks to turn himself in. You know what I'm saying? Like, and this dude is chilling over here and it's doing this. And it's just like to me, it's an embarrassment. Not I don't feel embarrassed by it, but I feel like America, you know what I'm saying, as the country, it's just like, yo, what are you like? Y'all dudes is making yourself look bad. So I'm like in a in an extreme way. Cause when you look at the way other countries are moving right now. The way that America is doing stuff just doesn't fit with the way like Africa and Russia and all those countries are like you know, continents and stuff are coming together like, yo, we're moving this. We've got a plan. We're going in this direction. Other countries are like, yo, we're preparing our kids for war and training them up to be ninjas and other. And it's just like, yo, what are we doing? Like, yeah, we worried about we worried about uh, who, what's your pronoun? You know what I'm saying? Like, we're just as a whole not on the right page with everything ass backwards with everything it's 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 disgusting because people people laugh at americans they're like americans are so stupid stay tuned for scenes from the next episode of up for debate so we don't strive to be us if that makes sense we strive to be someone at someone in a sense that's actually kind of changed I feel like the standard for beauty is now us, but oh, yes. in a white, in a white, in a white. Exactly. Is, is us in a lighter shade.